the Bangor Chronicle, late edition. July 21st, 1924. Bangor Business and Twilight Talk by Milton Woodward. Keen readers of the afternoon edition will have seen your esteemed columnist's earlier piece on the subject of Alice Devereaux's curious visitors today. Thanks to your able journalist's network of keen-eyed and even more keen-eared assistants in the pursuit of truth and rumor, we bring breaking word of Devereaux's renewed search for Professor Jeremy Winter. For indeed, the Chronicle can confirm, via the esteemed halls of the Bangor Police Department, that a private inquiry is underway as to the whereabouts of the good Professor Winter following his successful release from Greenacres Sanatorium. After treatment with the glamorous Dr. Anastasia Carstairs, recently departed for Europe. The presence at the Bangor PD offices of local lobster fisherman Mr. Alagash Bunyan surely suggests the hunt leads upriver to the big woods of our fine county. Now, your intrepid reporter may not know the woods so well, but he's no stranger to the river, being a keen angler like so many of our readers. And a colorful character such as Allagash Bunyan surely doesn't just mean to take the charming assistant Professor Charles Lohman of Maine University and our very own enigmatic postmistress Natasha Rulyova on a hunt for Old Blue, the legendary lobster of Patuxet Creek. No, it's your humble author's guess that the university and the historical society have decided to join forces in the search for Professor Winter. Why such keenness to pursue the archaeologist, I hear my reader cry. Will he be the one that got away? Well, perhaps Professor Winter suffered a continued nervous breakdown following his unfortunate previous trip to the woods back in 1923, resulting in his incarceration at that fine institution in the first place. Sadly, neither the uh, mysterious Dr. Anastasia Carstairs nor Chief Psychiatrist Dr. James Withenshore were available for comment. However, thanks to the trail of Bunyan, Loman, and Rulyova, we at the Chronicle now know both the local police and the county sheriff's department have assisted the expedition. Long have the pages of the Twilight Talk been dismissed as mere tittle-tattle but we are confident that the private mission is being sent to bring the errant professor home. We are left to imagine the wilderness and hardships our mysterious postmistress will be asked to endure in the presence of former Navy pilot Loman and the rugged outdoorsman Allagash Bunyan. Who knows what secrets lie in the woods, known only to Professor Winter, one thing is certain, if there's further news to be had of their search, your honest correspondent will leave no stone unturned to find the truth. Because if the Twilight Talk holds secrets to be told, you can rest assured Milton Woodward will tease it out of the woodwork. And remember, no matter the mystery, the gossip always goes with a bang here in Bangor, Maine. The Apocalypse Players present The House in the Woods by Gary Pilkington A Call of Cthulhu Scenario Adapted for 7th edition by Joseph Chance Copyright Grenadier Models and Chaosium Starring Dan Wheeler 
as Assistant Professor Flight Lieutenant Charles Chuck Lohman. Jeannie Spark as Female Postmaster Natasha Roliova. Danan Makalia as local lobster mogul and supplier Alagash Bunyan, and Joseph Chance as everybody and everything else. And, and it's largely wordless, all of this. It's, it's, but uh, I think, Natasha, you're given a moment to wander up ahead and you, you get the first proper look at the cabin. It's in a clearing. It's, it's rather handsome. It commands a, it commands a little prospect on raised land um, with dense furs around it, but all at, you know, sort of 30, 30, 40 yards away. So it's it's in a little clearing, which is very nice. It's a really nice, you can imagine it's a nice vacation spot. Um, you can feel the fresh breeze from the lake up above, even though you can't see any of that. Um, and, and the still clear sky is there. With a few clouds off to the east, you can feel that gathering storm still over there, but it's cooler air up here. And is it a two-storey house? It is a two-storey. It? Two so it's, it's quite a substantial holiday uh, vacation home. It is a vacation home. And as you're standing there commanding this view and the first to see it, uh, you're the first one to spot the doors because you just happen to be on that the angle as the sun is going down steadily. You get the last of the light on two doors banked into the earth, uh, but connected to the building, but banked into the earth at a storm shelter angle or a root cellar angle, as you would perchance believe it to be. Or ice house. From the old country, yes. Indeed. And all three of you, and all three of you understand it intimately because two of you still live in the woods and one of you travelled through various parts of Russia and know about the old houses. I've seen the summer houses. And, uh, and, and what's your plan? Are we, uh, are we still in, uh, are we still sort of in a clearing or are we under cover? I, I would say you've just left the cover of the trees. Imagine a sort of hollow way protecting the road up to this final part of the track. Right. And, and now unfortunately for you, Loman, it is a bit more exposed here. The front of the house commands a, a, a little bit of a view into dense forest below. Mm. There's a slope that leads away into that dense forest. Whereas, I say slope, it's like it's not much of a gradient. Whereas the, the land climbs up um, away, above to the back of the house. Mm. Uh, but it's, it's, dense, it's surrounded by dense trees, really reaching trees, really old trees, um, old growth. The state of this place looks like a, an old lobster died halfway through Shednet's carapace. Am I right? Um, well, I, I wouldn't know too much about that, but uh, certainly uh, is... Uh, I'll take you out on the boat one time. Oh, look at it, though. It's uh, beautiful, slash ugly, slash dramatic. <laughs> uh, so, well, Natasha, what does it look like? Like fr We're at the front, right? Yeah, yeah. It's quite it, yeah. it's quite statuesque. It's, it's possibly bigger than any of you were expecting. I think William has already sort of become uh, aware of that. Uh, it's two-story. Um, it's got quite... Uh, an impressive old-built uh, chimney gives you the impression that maybe it's had quite a lot of renovation to it and has been here for quite a long time. Mm. Uh, it's a house rather than a, a wood cabin. You might want to take a little look at one of your maps because because every, everything that you can see on the Carstairs Vacation Home map makes perfect sense to you. Now, do we do we 
have those as characters or is this just reference for us as players to sort of see what we're looking at? That is indeed just for reference for the players. So lots of things. There's one big tree very close by, a storied pine. Yeah. So which side of that picture are we on? I'm, I'm imagining that you are now in the bottom left corner, the, the southwestern corner of the clearing, looking at the house in the centre to the northeast. Right, 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 yeah. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the so cars those double, just Those there. double doors to the root cellar, though, we wouldn't be able to see from there, would we? An excellent point. These are the double doors. Yeah. Round the back. Although what is this interesting item here? Uh, mm. th- that's the, the post box. Post box. Great. Post box. You're absolutely right to point that out. But in my, but it, without wanting to uh, freak you all out. And yet you could have sworn that you just saw the root cellar doors. <laughs> okay. Maybe, maybe maybe we got an impression of them as we pulled up. We caught a glimpse yeah. of them or something. No, the, the grass no. grows, uh, it grows no. higher. No. no, no, I'm going to be very yeah. exact, and I'm going to say, you're absolutely right. Now you can't see them, and they aren't there. Oh fuck! Oh no! I, I thought I no. thought, but I'm not going to. But I'm not going to make you roll any sense. Sweep it up on me. Uh, but I'm going to make a little note about well, Gen- genie, pedantic, uh... very exact observance, <laughs> plus ten, oh. plus ten to skill of observing. Minus ten to helpful to GM. <laughs> God, if, if if there were helpful to GM points, we'd all be fucked. And we'd all be yeah, dead. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, yeah. that's um, probably why. That's probably why we all try and kill each other so much, right? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, okay. I don't want to kill I'm you. All. I want you all to survive, I'm... guys. You can do this, guys. Yeah. I'm rooting for you. Uh, and are we we've pulled up. Are we now right next to Rolyova? Rolyova. Yeah, I mean, I'm sort of imagining you've sort of pulled up alongside her. I think she's still got the edge there. And and did you? Was there anything you particularly you wanted to look at, Natasha? Uh, yes. Uh, I'm interested in. There's a there's a post box. I think. Oh yeah, on the map you'll see that there's a. So there's a, that thing at the bottom of the path there. That is a post box. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, so of course a... you'd want to go and look at that. Of course you would. Yeah, for any any recent post documentation might give us an idea of when there was somebody last in. Do you make a beeline? House. You make a beeline for that. Buster jumps around in the back seat excitedly. Yeah. Okay, calm down. Hey, calm down. Say, listen, could you get him off uh, off the upholstery? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Calm down, uh, calm down. He's he's a clean dog. Yeah, I'm calm not worried Buster. about the Let's dirt. This is him jumping around there, his claws scratching the leatherette. Yeah. I guess yeah, <laughs> the leatherette. Yeah. Uh, I think we can all die happy now that we've had that line. That was great. <laughs> the leatherette. Uh, fastidious. Right, Buster, stay close to me. No uh, no running off. He, he looks like he's from a Lego kit. He looks like he's from Lego, but he's fastidious about his leatherette. Uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah, Bunyan, you... you um, Buster responds to your voice beautifully and climbs down, but he's looking keenly at the door. Yeah. Okay, boy, we got to be quiet here, okay? Um, I'm aware that there's not much light left, so I think it's a case of... Should we uh, have a quick look around the perimeter? You know, see the uh, see what we got going on with the place? Well, I, I wouldn't well, mind... still uh, light enough to see. I wouldn't mind getting, getting straight inside there, to be honest. I... Yeah, he does look a little... Um, I think all of that... 
mm. all of that work you've done on this long journey to realize that he's he's struggling with this personal mm. this 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 personal issue the whole stuff with cappy not wanting to go in there you, you're thinking right yeah so he wants to go inside um okay. but but maybe you want to do well, something else bunyan do you want to well, I'd like to have a, a look around the place outside while there's light. I mean, we can create light inside. You're going to, so you see Williover's, I'm not striding, but kind of walking over to the post box that you can make out in the in the twilight there still. Yeah. Um, do you and Buster want to take a, a look yeah. a look around the, yeah, the Chuck, back? Yeah, uh, Chuck, you want to get inside? Let's get you inside. I'm, I'm just going to do a quick uh, walk around, make sure... Uh, well, we know where we are. Yeah. So, how how close can I pull up to the house? Yeah, you could you could you could drive up a little bit closer and then just sort of dash up the path if you want, or even across well, the across. Why, the... why don't I just pull up as close as possible to the the front of the building? Yeah, do what you want. And I, I wind down the window and yell, "Miss Ruliova, are you a?" Uh, yes. You're right there. You getting back in the getting back in the vehicle for um. Pull you up to the the front of the house? Is it? Is, I mean, is it so far that I, mean, actually... I would say that it's you know that that's going to be another off road check. So I'd I'd just park there if I were you, rather than risk oh. your freshly repaired. But okay. we can. Fine. I'll say, uh, ignore what I just said. I think maybe I'll just leave the car here. I generally do. <laughs> Did she uh, say that? Were... <laughs> Did she say <laughs> that? <laughs> I, I... Only inside her head. <laughs> Power check. No, maybe she's. I mean, luckily I missed it. We'll, we'll clean it up on the edit. It's fine. Um, I was going to uh, take out a, a little hip flask and sort of offer it to Chuck. Sort of say, uh, "Hey, steady your nerves." Uh, I, 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 sort of have a look at it and have a look at him, and then maybe perhaps against my better judgment, I'll take it and take a swig. Much obliged. Oh, yeah. Maybe could you give me a constitution check, Lemon? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So generally, only good for degreasing engines. But, uh, he says as he takes it away from me. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> good for uh, keeps you warm. Simple so, man. Fail on my constitution. Yeah, I mean, oh. this stuff is like, I mean, it's like rocket fuel. Oh, but fuck. but at yeah. the same time, it's like rocket fuel. <laughs> yeah, it's, you feel the lining of your throat burning. You get yeah. tears stinging your eyes. It's everything that you can do to not kind of bring it back up but you do kind of oh. you, you, you cough it down and then afterwards mm. you do feel a kind of brightness of eye it is made from fermented bits of old lobster <laughs> oh, that's, uh, it's pretty rank that, there's powerful stuff I'll guess yeah, this is uh, yeah it's an acquired taste uh, Buster brews it himself <laughs> although actually on that point I think I sort of imagine you've sort of opened the door slightly at, whilst doing this yeah, exchange I think yeah and all the, I'll have my foot out the door yeah and Buster kind of jumps down but he does an interesting thing at Alagash that he doesn't do very often where he sort of he suddenly stops and sort of starts sniffing around the base of a of a, of a wizened old tree nearby and then he comes back to you and then he kind of goes to the path and he's sniffing around that and then and then he starts to go at, at some stuff that I mean it's just like it's just grasses and he, yeah. he doesn't seem terribly happy yeah Boy, boy, what is it, boy? He kind of, he comes to you, but his head is low, in that in that mm. slight hunting fashion. What do you smell? I mean, I think Loman, you've probably been around enough dogs to recognise that you know, he's 
it's not that he's caught a scent. It's that, well, maybe it is. He's caught a scent, but but it's not like he's following it. He's just smelled something he, yeah. he's not happy about. Yeah. So, Natasha, meanwhile, you are checking out this... Um, the post box. Uh, this, this post box. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so you... Are you gonna are you gonna open it up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Could you give me a spot hidden check? Yes, I could. Yeah. Oh yeah, thirteen. Nice. So uh, it's you know it's it's taken quite a lot of wear and tear. Um, it, it's 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 got cast air written on the side, um, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's you know f- formally done cast airs, uh, and uh, the it's confusing with cast air. So I keep winter and cast airs. It's so tempting to say winters. My bad. You you pull it open cautiously, taking no risks. And the thing that really strikes you is the inside is really clean. Ah, but the outside okay. has the sort of classic wear and tear mm-hmm. of being out in the open. Uh, slightly, slightly unsettlingly clean. Mm-hmm. You can't help but think. Interesting, interesting. Um, and there's not, and there's no. There's, there's, no there's no post inside. No post. Interesting. I mean, obviously, you do know that Sheriff Longfellow's been up here, or possibly his deputies have been up here, so there's, there's a question as to whether... But they did not strike me as the cleanest of men, or that they would not be, have been the cleanest uh, of men. No, not, not by, to, not by, not not by to, reputation, perhaps. Not no. to wipe, not to wipe around. Uh, yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have thought this no. was police work. No. It's, it's way too neat for that. <laughs> um, Loman, I'm sort of imagining that you're making that diagonal dash across to the front porch which is the quickest route it would actually be quicker than the route Natasha's taken it's, uh, it's, it's actually technically the quickest route unless you drive up so so just to so Alagash has now got out with Buster uh, let's say that is that okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's only just out so I'm the only person left in the in the vehicle uh, yeah yeah okay you are on the house side though Alagash would be on the other side wouldn't you because you're on the left side of the mm. left left-hand drive. Yeah. Fine. Okay. Um, um, so how how far is the is the dash to the twenty yards? To the oh, porch. fine. Fine. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, I'll take another look back at. Does it look like um, uh, Rillyova's sort of heading back towards us? Uh, she certainly. Uh, I think she's probably. I, I imagine thinking, I, I imagine that she's looking intently at this 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 post box. <laughs> it sounds ridiculous for a female postmaster, but yes, that is what a female postmaster does. They look intently at post. I know about boxes. post. Uh, well, sort of, you know, uh, ever the gentleman. As much as I'd like to sort of get out of the open, of I don't feel like I want to just run off into the house and desert her, even though I think I, you know. Get the feel, get the feeling that she probably knows how to look after herself. Um, so I, uh, I think maybe I um, open the door, and I sort of, without getting fully out of the car, I, I call over and say, 
Ms. Ms. Rolyova. He's very uncomfortable saying Ms. She's ne never said that. No one has ever said that before, actually. No one in the, in the world at this stage. Um, Ms. Rolyova. It's a massive historical <laughs> retcon. Yeah. Ms. Rolyova. Um, take it up with Kirstian. Don't take it up with me. <laughs> Would you uh, care to uh, accompany me in, into the house? Uh, and then Natasha, who's been who's been thinking and pondering, sort of snaps too, and looks looks to Flight Lieutenant Assistant Professor Charles Chuck Lohman, uh snaps shut the post box, and says, "Da, you look pale. You look pale, Charles. Yes, oh. I will come inside with you." Oh, I'm I'm quite all right. I was I was worried about I was worried about my automobile, with the, uh, the axle trouble on the road, and then that damn dog crawling around on the back seat there. Yes, men but, uh, and their cars—they're intricately linked. That's that's right. That's what they say. Should we uh, make make our way to the front door there? It would be an honor. <laughs> Um, as as I see them, if it's fair to jump in quickly, oh, as I see them so. sort of talking, maybe I hear drift on the wind the words "damn dog," um, which is uh, sort of smart slightly, um, and he sort of he pats himself down. It sounds like a sort of out of tune bongo, and he sort of sifts through. He's got several <laughs> tobacco uh, tobacco uh, tins. One of them is, of course, all his flies for his angling. One of them is his tobacco, and he takes out the last one. Which has got his lobster jerky in. Takes out lump, the infamous lobster takes jerky. Takes out a lump and uh, it's Buster's favourite. Uh, it's got to uh, be someone. Just to try and distract Buster from whatever's upsetting him, he sort of breaks off a couple of bits of the lobster, this dried lobster, and uh, chucks it down on the floor. Oh, yeah, which I think Buster, <laughs> Buster does go for. And, and, he, and he sort of yeah. he wolfs the first bit, but he does have a little look back behind him in between, which you know is, oh, this is serious, therefore, for him. Yeah, he's, okay. He's, there's something I mean, unsettling. I, I haven't seen him give that sort of look since uh, he had the other pups around and they were stealing his food. Mm. Uh, it looks like he's uh, he's nervous about someone bigger coming to take his food from him. And we all know what he did to them, so... Yeah, well, quite. That's another story. Yeah, he fed well that evening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy. Let's, uh, let's, let's you and me take a look around the back. Uh, They're starting a fire in there or something. Yeah, are you going to sort of stealth? or are you? I mean, obviously, these two have been having a chat, but I think it's been quite a subdued conversation, and you're still 20 yards away from the house. Yeah. It's not, And it's I a big open space. Walk. Sound gets deadened, even though it's quite I a still I think looking there. at it and just looking at the light, mm. I just want to do a, a loop quick, around a quick the house. Wacky. Yeah, nice. Yeah. All right, so you, you, you go around and, and you, uh, while well, the two of you, if it's right to sort of say that the, the, the female postmaster and the assistant professor make their way to the front at the same time as you and Buster make your way round the side and to the back. Mm. Um, uh, could you give me a, um, a spot hidden? Uh, yeah. Bunyan. What is my spot hidden? It is all right. Mm, I failed it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you can see uh, this uh, back porch uh, in increasingly as the as Buster comes around, he becomes more and more wary, uh, and, and actually stops at the corner of the house uh, and and is basically refusing to come with you. Uh, and he's kind of 
it's just kind of growling. It, it, it's not specific. Sometimes he looks to the woods, sometimes he looks to the house. He actually starts to sort of turn around a bit, follows his own tail, walks back and kind of goes, yeah. oh, oh. And, and, and actually starts to kind of just trot gently back to the car. Uh, what is it, boy? Boy. Uh, okay. Um, I think maybe I'm going to have to push this spot hidden roll. Yeah, would you like to... Uh, yeah, yeah. Would you... I, I need to be sure there isn't anything. You know, he's trustworthy. Uh, yeah, and you, it's got me slightly you, you want to really so... see what's what's going on. I want to just see if there's no figures in the woods. There's no one. There's nothing by the porch. No, it's twilight, and yeah. he's acting as if we've got enemies around. Um, well, so I wouldn't I say I wouldn't say that he's gone into fight or flight. I, I think if it was that situation, he'd stand right by you. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but it's more the smell of something that's unsettled. Rather more that he's been presented with an investigation that is beyond his normal ken. <laughs> oh well, that's a, yeah, that's a good way of looking at it. Um, and no smells upset Buster. I mean, he's eating lobster jerky for fuck's right. sake. So I mean, something's gone wrong here. You say no smells thus far that you've encountered. Well, quite. Including, even including Old Blue. Yeah, and we could say that was beyond normal human ken. In fact, I may have to give Buster yeah. some Cthulhu Mythos. Maybe I should. Maybe we should give him a little uh, Cthulhu Mythos ranking. Do you want to roll your Cthulhu Mythos or do you want to roll your spot? Give me a roll against a 2% Cthulhu Mythos for Buster. Okay. This could break the game. 92. 22. Do you want to spend the luck? No. He doesn't have that much luck to spend. He's got... He's very unlucky dog. Yeah, no, so, so he kind of, he's headed back to the car, he doesn't look happy, and in fact he lies under the car uh, with his head on his feet, just sort of staring at the house. But do you want to push your Bastard. spot hidden there? The other two of yeah, you, I do. The other two of you have got to the front, very beautifully made porch, uh, an old rocking chair at the far end, um, definitely like a boot scraper, all the, all, all the mod cars. <laughs> Nice. We know they're voting the right way. Lovely, lovely, solid wooden <laughs> cabin style, but two-story. Yeah. Um, does it look? Uh, is is it in? Is it in all right condition at, the, at this sort of distance, or does it look? Yeah, run down? yeah. It's 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 been it's taken some wear and tear in the last. You would say in the last couple of years, it's taken some wear and wear and tear. Mm-hmm. But it, actually, considering you live out in the woods, well, both of you would know this. I think from from sight. Because Rulio's been been around the block when it comes to kind of dashes and things like that. Not like that. She's got some experience of of well-to-do summer houses. Not like that. It's it's the it's the eighteen like months. It's the eight, yeah. It's the eighteen months of wear and tear of not being regularly cared for. But up until then, it must have been. Right. Okay. And and everything about the glimpses that you have through the windows with this last of the sunlight gives you the impression of things that have been kind of closed down for they would have been closed down for winter, uh, ha ha ha, and literally opened for summer. And winter came in the summer, so we are told. So it doesn't it doesn't look like somebody's currently. There is no one through the window that you can see at this particular point. I would like to, if it's right, have a listen at the door. Yeah, by all means. While you do your listen, it... while you do your listen check. Could we hear how yes, the, the push check is going to happen? The yeah, push and spot hidden. He's pushed it by just having a sip of his own brew. 
Fucking hell. Which yeah. sharpens you up. Right. You know? So, um, roll, roll your dreamlands knowledge. Uh, and it's a success. It's a... A hard success. A hard success. Extreme, but a hard success. 27. You, you see nothing untoward that the the intense orange nature of the light coming through from the last of the sunlight does cast odd shadows, and you wonder whether that's something else. And just as when you're about to sort of turn away, you do see a length of rope lying by the corner of the house. A thin cord of rope. Um, which... Uh, you hadn't noticed before. And, uh, it's just it's just coiled by the corner of the, the house. I mean, I might walk over and give it a kick, just see if it's attached to no, anything. No, it's not, it's not. It's just it's a sort of okay. three-yard. No noose tied in it, no. or anything like that. No. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> just checking. No. Um, Okay, well, I think... And no non-Euclidean uh, tricks. I mean, you do... You, 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 you see that... You, you see the, the root cellar doors, and you think... That's, that's odd that I could see them so clearly through the trees earlier. What? But it looks exactly <laughs> how they looked before. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that uh, he, he eats a lot of carrots and drinks a lot of moonshine. Absolutely. And that's very, um, that's very kind of you, too. In which case... Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask you. What, what are you yeah. going to do about Buster? Well, because well, these two are about yeah, clearly about, about to, to check out the entrance to the door. We're going to get a listen check from Chuck. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to complete the circuit of the house. Buster's fine where he is. He's an outdoorser. He's tough. He's smooth. Oh, he's tough. I. Do you know what? I fail. It's not far off, but my luck is so low that I. Don't think I'm going to risk it. I know I'm not going to spend any luck, so that's a fail on my list. I mean, essentially, being inside the house might give you more of an insight if you were doing listening checks in there, because there's always going to be the boundary of the outdoors. So I'd, well, I'd, case, I'd hold off for you. Should we try the door? Maybe I should. Uh, I mean, would that be would that be my pushing pushing my listen roll by um, my listen skills? Not very good. I forget it. I think I'm going to try the door. I'll just try the door. And you reach your hand out, and uh, if it's all right with you, I'd really love to just cut back over to Buster. Yeah. Um, just resolve that moment. Yeah. Are you taking Buster in with you, or are you going to leave Buster out? Well, not that you're in control well, of that, but I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you're going to go in as well. I'm going to complete the circuit of the house, yeah. and assuming Buster's still there under the car, sort of watching... When I get around the other side, Very I'm going to so. whistle for him. So, he, so he, Come on, boy. he sort of sneaks out from under, but he kind of looks really nervous. He goes, oh, oh. Uh, doesn't, doesn't uh, seem What's to wrong it. with this? Mud. Uh, get out another bit of the lobster and I say, here, I'll eat it all myself. He, he goes back under the car and puts his, his uh, oh. chin on his forelegs. Looking at you from under the car. He says with some... Yeah. You know, yeah. he says with sweet... Heart, he heartbreaking sincerity. Um, I also... Um, quick moment. I have the instinct to take my fishing rods in with me, but I need to know if that's something... Oh, I assumed that you had I, your kit with you, yeah. No, yeah, I, yeah, I, okay, I, I cool. Assumed. Yeah, I've, I've got all my bags and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's okay, he's stocky, right? He's stocky. It's getting in... dark, and because he's spooked... I don't really want to just leave him out. So 
if I can't convince him to come to the house, I might go back to the car and open it up for him. Yeah. Crack a window. Just and so he's not like crack a window and yeah, exactly. And and hope hope that uh, Loman doesn't notice the leatherette. Hey, Don't let him you, see. Exactly. you ain't leaving that damn dog in my car. But luckily, you're trying the door right now, which is locked. Okay. Also, I haven't suggested that's what I'm doing. I'm just going to wander over. Yeah. To the uh, so luckily, Lo- so Loman, you tried the door. The door's locked. Um, uh, uh. The door's locked. Natasha okay. picked the um, she picked the lock in the desk drawer. Can she pick this lock? How big is it? How old is yeah, it? Yeah, you can give me a lock pick check. Yeah. Special, special can I um, maybe I, can I cheekily do exactly what Charles Lohman would do and yeah. uh, offer to Boys. try the lock first? I will fail. Don't worry. <laughs> After you. Yeah. Miserable Yolva, step aside. I, I, I think this, this is probably, this is probably a man's job. And I roll against my locksmith, which is one. If you, <laughs> if, you, if, you if you say so. <laughs> You're kidding. <laughs> no. I rolled a one. No! I'm really sorry. Let, we can wreck, we can wreck on that if you like. Why, why would we? Why would we? He's uh, so, assholes. Um, just, just as you're about, about to say, I can't believe it. I think, I think it's unlikely that I'll. You hear this click. What, what are you using for your locksmith? I'm surprised by you. What am I using for my locksmith? You make a very, very good point. Um, Bit of lobster jerky. I use. Uh, oh, what have I use. What have I got this in the lock and just jiggle your it. Pens, maybe. I, I might have a I might have a set of um, is it professor of agronomy and maybe he's got a set of compasses. He's got nice. a little little uh, little pencil case with uh, some uh, like a set square. Yeah, and lovely. Yeah, that's, that, that's the, all possible. The, the surveying tools. He's got something with yeah, a little sharp point on it. Yeah, yeah, nice. Because yeah. so it's sharp point and you're sort of you're, you're clicking around. Well, I mean, it's terrific. Let's have a let's have a D10 gain on locksmithing. Oh also, God. I think I, you know. I I feel awful. I feel really awful about that because I was really, I was playing that hoping that he would get shown up in a beautiful, you know, you know fuck you know the what? patriarchy like, way. And it's, these are the foundations of the patriarchy. It's okay. Don't, don't three, three, three times out of 10, mansplaining does lead to some sort of gain for the group. So <laughs> this is the, the moral. I'm going to let it, I'm going to let it slide. Oh dear. But I, I won't forget it. Yeah. But it has been noted. Electric stuff. God. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But Loman's, Loman's not sorry. Car, Loman's really smug. When, you, when we next happy. get in the car, she will get out her uh, uh, her keys and give the leatherette a bit of a... Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. A bit, bit of a scuffing. Meanwhile, this is the perfect distraction. As, as uh, Loman's locksmithing goes up to... Six. Six percent. It's a pretty, pretty good game. Um, Bunyan, you can't have a notice that they're involved with sort of looking at locks yeah. and getting inside houses in the woods. So you could easily put the dog in the car and not really be overlooked doing it. Yeah. I'm going I'm to try and do that. I'll go up to him and say, uh, hey, Buster, hey, boy, give him a stroke. And I'm assuming he's uh, still sort of just fixedly. He comes out to you. He does come out to you. Yeah. He just doesn't seem very confident yeah. about it. Yeah. So I say, uh, here, boy, um, don't worry about it. Uh, I am... Um, I chuck, I, I basically open the tin of lobster jerky and put it in the footwell. 
Um, uh, and then I, uh, oh my god, that's I take off, uh, I take off uh, my jacket, like the the one that I've got over my shirt. Could you give me a luck check? Oh, what? Sorry. A luck check. <laughs> uh, yes. And Chuck Raymond, can I have a hard spot hidden check for you? Yeah. Um, I passed my luck check. My spot hidden's just the base. What? Wow. I've rolled a zero two, which is an extreme spot hidden success. Nice. So you you, def you you definitely see Bunyan doing something with with the car, uh, involving windows and stuff and doors closing. Uh, but you know, Rulyova's there, kind of looking at you. Well, how is what is Rulyova's attitude? With this point to Loman stepping into. Uh, I think I'm a little worried about him. He looks a bit sweaty. Still, yeah. He looks again. a little, a little, a little grey, a little sweaty. And I noticed that when he, uh, when he rather inexpertly put his compasses in the door lock, uh, you know, he was he was lucky to to open it. Very lucky. It's sort of one in a hundred yeah, chance of getting well. that right. Yeah, I mean, I was watching it and being like, oh, that was, that was pretty lucky. But uh, but his hand, his hands were shaking a little. Uh, so I think I'm. I think my attention's focused on him. Mm -hmm. I'm just slightly, just slightly keeping an eye. So, so Loman, uh, I think you know she's kind of observing you, but nothing, nothing active to prevent it. Are you going to say anything to? Oh to yeah, I do. I, I I yell back towards the car. I think. I mean, I don't actually want to be going back to the car. Like, there's two reasons why I'd like to stay where I am. You are under the yeah, porch You're under the porch. But I yell back and I say, um, Hey, Alagash, you ain't leaving that damn dog in my car. No, no, I just uh, forgot my uh, my fishing rods. Never know, there might be a good spot of angling in this house. Right, can I do a psychology roll? I don't. I don't think. I don't think you need to. He's. Uh, he's bluffing. Well, I mean, I know he's not. Yeah. I, I was. I was sort of bullshitting in an obvious. It doesn't make any sense that he's getting his fishing rods. But I mean, is it? Oh, he. Yeah, he is. He's. He's pulling fishing rods. You didn't see it, them earlier. Is it, it obvious to me that he is putting the dog in the car? Well, he's opened. A, he's opened a window in the car. So there's obviously something that's happened. If the dog looks like he's gone in, <laughs> uh, can't see the dog. I really don't want that dog in my car. Let me just look at my uh, <laughs> social skills. Let's talk. Suede. No, no, not really. Uh, what's the other one? Intimidate? Char or charm. Oh, I don't feel like charm's going to work in this situation. <clears throat> I, I, re I really mean it, Alagash. That, that dog, we don't know how long we're going to be here, and I don't want that dog relieving itself on my back seat or or no no he's well trained don't worry about that listen i just i'll be in with you in a tie moment. up the dog on the porch why why does the dog got 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 to wait in wait, wait in the car anyway he doesn't like the place out here it's too cold for him he's spooked there's some weird smells bring him in the house he'll be fine you bring him in the house <laughs> uh can i do a persuade roll <laughs> See if I can yeah. persuade Alagash to take the dog out of the car. Listen, you can tie him up here on the porch. You can bring him in the house. You could, um, he could sleep under the car, whatever. But 
I do not want that dog left in my car. You already nearly damaged the axle. Uh, and I failed my persuade roll. I think um, I'm. I think at this. I think at this point, I'm, my my attention's been grabbed by this conversation. So I I I, I look. It's yeah, fascinating over. conversation, isn't it? I look over to to Bunyan and I just go, I sort of I make I make a gesture like. Just just agree. Cutting your you hand across your it. neck. Just agree. I'm just like <laughs> I'm I'm sort of cutting across the neck, being like just let's just get us done with. All right, all right, all right. I'm sorry. I just wanted him to be comfortable, but I won't damage your precious leatherette. Buster, come on, boy. The man doesn't like you in his car. I think I'm going to say, perfect, perfect. Let's go into the house. Come on, let's go in. Let's go inside. So, come on, boy. And if I get the sense he's not coming with me, I'm going to try and pick him up and sort of carry him to the house. Uh, he'll, he'll come out. I mean, you did just find a, a three-foot piece of rope. If you want, oh, if you, yes, if you, I did. If you wanted to... And if, if I was as intelligent as my character, I would have immediately thought of that. Um, but Alagash does, I think, obviously realise that. I think at that um, point, rather than like an idea a... check or something, and you, you don't yeah. have a leash for him. Um, but it's not like he can't tolerate a leash. It's just, and it doesn't look like he really wants to come. I usually just, he's well-trained enough that he just follows me. Absolutely. Well, he will. He'll, he'll follow you to the house. But but he starts doing yeah. this thing, as he, even within 10 yards, he starts just kind of growling at it. And then go, in which case, and then walk around in a circle. Yeah. It's the same behavior. I will go and grab the rope yeah. and just put a little, uh, a little knot in it. Not, it wouldn't like not. No, just enough to sort of <laughs> hold him. <laughs> Good <laughs> lord! Just uh, hang him up from the ceiling. No. Um, oh. No, I don't. Extra I, warnings. Uh, we have to I do say, extra uh, warnings for this episode. Come on, boy. The the man, uh, the man doesn't want you in his car, so he can put up with your growling and your barking in here. Um, and I try and sort of ferry him in the front door. So are you gonna? Are you, are you gonna try and take him into the front door? I'm trying to take him into the house. Okay, yeah. so he does not want. To, he does not want to go into there. the house. Right. Fine. So he he, uh, he starts digging his heels in, growling, and he's growling at you. Uh, I mean. Okay, boy, boy, boy. Shh, shh, shh. I, and I I tie I tie a little knot and I. If there's like, is the porch, if it has like a banister along the side. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a bit uncomfortable about being near the porch, but it's sort of just a long enough rope. He's sort of at a length on it and he sort of pulls away and sort of sits and looks at you, kind of going, why am I so close to this thing I don't want to be so close to? This this doesn't sit right with me. I, 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 I sack that off at the last minute. I untie it's the rope. You could tie him to the I post just... box, which is a lot further away. I could, yeah. to go back under the car. To, to be fair, I failed my persuade roll, so you could probably leave him in the car. Well, no, I mean that's that's conflict. <laughs> I think no, I think he understands think that that's conflict. Rulyova, I think her sort of, you know, the gesture from her made me realise. Okay, maybe I am just being a bit of a prick here. Um, so uh, well, I think if anyone's well, a bit of prick, it's Loman. <laughs> Well, yeah, but um, I'm being un- unhelpful, yeah, yeah. so I think, but I'm not tying him up, I, I, and I don't like him growling at me, he's my friend, so I'm just going to, I'm going to untie the lean, I'm going to say, all right, boy, you uh, you do what you need to do, sit under the car, whatever, um, you can scratch at the door if you need me, okay? And I, I chuck a few bits of the jerky out into the uh, the grass around near the car. He goes and chases and I, after uh, them, and then and he, and he goes back over to the... To the front of the car. He's not under under it now. He just kind of sit, and he sits there with his four legs out. And now he's got his he's got his head up and he's sort of watching you going in. 
as you as and I do I go in. if it's fair to say the three of you regather on the front porch mm. with this yes. dog watching you going in not imperiously but sort of with a degree of century that's the era of century mm. a portentous moment mm. portentous I like it got a degree in English in it in fact, uh, will you ever, while this uh, dance of masculine powers is going on in front of you regarding Buster and, and where he's going to stay for the um, investigations in the house, could you give me a psychology role? Of course. In fact, actually, I'll give you a bonus die with that. Thank you. Yeah. Great. Great. So... On the one hand, there's this somewhat interminable discussion going on, and there's this sort of confrontation of two egos, two strong characters, and you could argue three strong characters, including the dog, of course. Um, and and you look at all three of the individuals, the two humans and, and the canine, uh, and in that way that sometimes you do, your mind drifts back to the past. Not exactly in a reverie, but actually using some of the techniques that you learnt at those seances and those parties at Madame Skoroya's. <laughs> and you suddenly recall there was once a dog, it was a beautiful greyhound cross, very intelligent, very elegant dog. Um, and one of the ladies had brought it and it had been left outside the house. And you'd been in the drawing room looking out, and actually on that day, they'd received a visit, the Skorayas, from the man himself, Rasputin. And Rasputin had a gift, had a way with animals, dumb animals, and dumb people, you always thought, whereby he could somehow almost metaphysically take them in his hand and draw them to him and countless times you'd seen dogs and individuals pull deep into the spell of him uh, spell is the word that you would use it's instinctive that you would describe it as a spell but this one dog behaved very differently she was wary and she hung her head low and looked at him as if he was a vehicle approaching at speed and she had a problem with such vehicles perhaps and she backed away and she growled a little and she looked a little sad when no one reacted and she and she just like Buster sat on her on her haunches with her let chin on her paws to see that her mistress and the servants didn't come and coddle her didn't make her feel better and people laughed and seemed not to notice but you saw it and you're suddenly reminded of that moment right now as far away as one could possibly be from such a moment perhaps and all of the trappings of this egotistical conflict and a conversation about nothing indeed suddenly seems to take on a greater significance and you wonder if Buster isn't seeing something that the three of you can't. But of course, 
it only lingers for a moment uh, and then reality returns with the three of you on the porch and the increasing twilight encroaching. Ah, on the subject of light, you can see there are no lights on, curtains are drawn, and there's still the yeah, last yeah. of the light, so it's not like it's twilight. It's not really the lack of light that... So it's more that anyway. we're in the woods, so once it starts going down, it'll be dark anyway, right? So you've got your lighters, haven't yeah. you? You have oh, got your yeah. lighters, all three of you. Uh, anyone got any torch? Well, Has anyone got a torch? How would you feel about me rolling for luck as to whether I have a torch with me? I think I think there I may like well it. have been a torch in the in the in the glove box of the car. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I tell you, I give you I give you your first luck here on the uh, porch. Uh, did you bring I a did. Torch I definitely did. A good <laughs> torch. <laughs> A, a hard torch. Did you bring two torches with you? <laughs> I'm feeling generous. And I'll, and, I'll, and I'll give you a second luck roll. Is there another one in the, in the glove compartment when you opened it? Hey, Al, I think there may be a, yeah. uh, a flashlight in the uh, glove box. Nope, there ain't. No. Well, I tell you what, that's kind of reassuring because I was going to say, what are you, a drug dealer? <laughs> that's, uh... That is, of course, the only reason why anyone would have two torches in their car, right? Two torches in one car? You're insane. Alagash, do you have a flashlight with you? Nope, but I've got I've got a lot of firelighting material and a lot of, like, in with my, like, um, the uh, the flies that I make. You know, obviously, oh, yes. sometimes I spend a lot of time down by the river, so I've got, like, I can quite easily cook up if I've got flame. I've got bits of cloth and stuff I can use to make a flaming torch. A bit of phosphorescence, a maybe. Mm. Yeah, phosphorescence. yeah. From the squids I've captured. Um, and Rulyova, Rulyova, do you have any? Uh, do you have a torch? I do you? not have a torch. No. Well. So, the, you do join them, Alagash, and the three of them, three of you, are now on the front porch. Mm. Yeah. I, I believe. Hey, uh, torches are for porches. Let's get inside. There'll be some lanterns in there. I'm sure. Nice. Nice. The, uh, the the last the, the western light is being cut off by the trees, uh, but it's casting a beautiful uh, beautiful shadows from the high hills, reaching over towards the mountain. Horrible. Uh, in the national park, uh, there are, I say the mountain. There are three or four good mountains over there, and it's a really stunning New England vista. And wow. For a brief moment, you drink it in, and wow. is someone going to open the door? I can't help myself I before we try the door I look up to the horizon beyond the mountains do I see anything in the sky I'd also like to say as you're rolling for this I've fucking seen him look up in the sky a lot more times than I'd like to see someone look up in the sky so I don't know if that's a bonus die on figuring out what the fuck he's up to but <laughs> I, think, I think you're already aware that there's some kind of you think it's some kind of shell shock totally. thing from from your exit yeah. from the okay from the psychological. So it just seems like another. Uh, he seems to be on his thing. I think I think that. both of you, both you and Natasha, clock it. But he's. Yeah. Yeah. But you also see yeah. the relief in his eyes as there's nothing but yeah. the, the last of the stretching blue there, and a few stars being yeah. pricking above. Is anyone going to open the door? Should we oh, try the yeah. door? Uh, I will. I'm happy to go first, if that's... Alagash, oh, Alagash goes for the handle at the same time as you knocking on the door. <laughs> Alice, Alice Devereaux did, did mention that the police had been there and secured the place, so 
You wait for a good moment while this soft knock of Lomans resonates through the forest air, but there's no response. The door opens and leads on to the first floor, as you have it on your maps. British ground floor? Uh, yes, yes. The, uh, but it's called the first floor. The British um, ground floor. I switch on my flashlight and say, should I uh, light the way? And I look at uh, Royova with a sort of, what I think is a charming smile, but it's just like a goofy, <laughs> nervous grin. <laughs> and then I, I smile back at him. I know he's trying, to do, he's trying to do the right thing. I mean, if anything, that probably endears you, him to you more. Yeah, he's sweet. Because, he's being because sweet. of the goofiness. And I say, lead on. Lovely. The, the flashlight really only kind of helps with the darkened corners. Because mm. there's enough light coming in through from the other rooms. But yeah, you can, you can see there's a, a slightly disturbing quality to things where things have been covered with dust sheets, but some have been cleared. Mm. So you can see the sofa has been cleared directly ahead, uh, but but in front of it is an uncleared chair, whereas there's a chair down to the south of the fireplace which has been cleared, and a, and a large rug for the fireplace, and then a door off to the left, a door off to the left, and some stairs. Uh, if it's all right, I would like to, emboldened by the fact that we're now indoors, um, I would like to show the fact that I'm unafraid and go straight up to the chair that hasn't been cleared and pull the dust sheet off it. Nice. A, a cloud of dust sweeps into the air, um, catching those, that lovely, beautiful orange glow of the moats. Could you roll, could you all roll luck? Mm. Oh shit, I failed. I failed. Failed, failed. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a triple fail. We all have asthma attacks. Um, yeah. No, no, we all no, don't. No, it's just there's, there's a bit. <laughs> yeah, but it, but it does seem to, I, I will admit, it does seem to sort of banish some element of the, you know, this is an abandoned home. And also there was this kind of haunting sensation that there was one man in here maybe, uh, and the detectives amongst you would have, would have realized that obviously no two people sat at the fire just him uh, but it does draw right. your it does draw your attention to the fireplace all of this hmm. uh, oh I see what you mean yeah one chair next to the fire was uncovered mm. but the sofa was uncovered I suppose that serves a different purpose given given what Natasha saw in um, the apartment with the burnt partially burnt papers in the fireplace I, I'd like to go over and check out the fireplace here if I may. yes nice. no spot no spot hidden is required uh, but could you give me an idea, Will? I could try, yeah. I could try. <laughs> uh, that's, that's intelligence, right? Yes, it is, indeed. Uh, intelligence check. Uh, oh, it's a fail. Damn it. So what you see is exactly the same. And the precision with which it has been done is unnerving. But you still have that nagging sensation that you can't quite shift. Uh, you are observed doing this, and the other two of you don't even need to do a psychology role to see that, that this is... It's not premeditated, but it's done with the authority of someone who's checking something. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Uh, and there's, a, there's now a stillness. 
The last of the dust motes are settling through the sunlight. Yeah. Bless you. I say, um, well, friends, I have to say, now we're here, I find myself wondering what what we thought we'd um, accomplish by coming to this place is clearly deserted. I don't know whether we thought we'd come in here and Jeremy, Professor Winters would be sat here listening to the wireless, but uh, this feels potentially like a wasted journey. Well, we haven't seen all the rooms yet. Perhaps we should uh, have a look. Is there a downstairs? There's suddenly an upstairs. Should we have a look at the upstairs and then see... Uh, I mean, if there's a journal or something, I mean, hey, listen to me here. I, I don't mean to be insincere. Well, no, not insincere. I don't mean to be uh, unsentimental. But there's a chance this man has, you know, he's killed himself for a reason or he's done something along those lines. We should see if there's anything that might give us a clue as to that. I, uh... Gentlemen, in the fireplace, uh, there are things that have been burnt very oh. specific it was the same in his apartment. It is a link. Specific what? Uh, writings or uh, Specific articles? destruction. I cannot tell. Are you, are you going to have a look, Alagash? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe you can make more sense of it than I can. <laughs> I doubt it. I come can here, barely come. speak my own language, but I'll have a look. I think um, either a natural world or a chemistry world could be useful at this stage. <laughs> well... Let me also let me surprise you all by saying my chemistry is ninety percent. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, where are we? Well, oh dear. I mean, those are things that I might be able to help with. But um. Said every white man. <laughs> mm. <gasps> oh my god, guys! What? Just rolled a one on my natural world, which is now seventeen because of the roll I got. To what do the fuck? Earlier. I feel like my Sorry. sixty points I spent on natural world are a complete waste because yeah. you're just doing it for me. Waste of time. That's blind luck. Um, that is. I think for argument's sake, if Alagash survives and we ever see him again, you should probably tick that box. You've already made a ten-point yeah. gain, so you don't you yeah. need a seven-point gain. So there's there's no further gain, but you've definitely done brilliantly there. Um, it occurs to you <laughs> that uh, whatever has been burnt there was not wood. Right. It was lobster. It was fine paper, fine quality paper. Mm. And it sits in an almost, well, in a slightly disturbingly perfect mound. Uh, uh, ah. And, and what, so it's like uh, they, they were just specifically burning that one thing? Or that, like that, maybe... that, that he or they or someone burnt a pile of papers with an intensely specific, well, in an intensely mm. specific way. Just as you're doing that, um, because yeah. Alan, because <laughs> um, because Professor Lohman is the one who's slightly further away from it, just mm. only because he hesitated. I wouldn't even call it a hesitation. It just yeah. wasn't his front foot. Uh, could you give me a listen check? Yeah. And I'd like to apologise in advance that it's you. Oh. Oh dear. Oh, I failed it by four. <laughs> is this something that I want to spend luck on, or actually is this something I not I don't want to hear? Rule of a stone. Spend the luck, mate. 
I I can't answer that question, but uh, I'm going to spend the luck. I think I, it's worth. Yeah. I think I think it's worth Don't it at this stage of the proceedings. <laughs> Don't do it. So I, I also passed. think it's a. I think it's a. Um, it's good you passed. It's an atavistic sense that the human has when it hears the scattering, simpering, skittering run of a quadruped <laughs> of a certain size. <laughs> okay. Well, and you are, oh, and you are absolutely word. sure that a large rat has just run. From one room directly behind you to another. That doesn't bother Chuck Lohman. No. I apologise to Dan. I didn't yeah. apologise to, 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 to I, Lohman. I, as Alagash, get up on to my two feet again and say, Sorry, sorry, I was just uh, checking out the floorboards. <laughs> Since I've just heard a rat scurry across the floor, could yeah. I ask you if I may do a check which I was sort of thinking about anyway? Please do, Daniel. I don't know what the check would quite be, but I'd like to know if I can smell anything because thinking about the dates, this guy went away over a week ago. It's July. Yeah. If if he killed himself a while ago, chances are we might be able to smell something. Can I? Yeah. What Gosh, would I roll I really for? I thought you were talking about dates as in the fruit for, for quite a lot of that sentence. <laughs> I think no. maybe a power check. Power. But you're totally right, because actually, rat shit and rat piss does smell a bit like dates. It's very sweet. Very, <laughs> no, I was uh, thinking about rats chewing on a corpse, but... Um, oh, yeah, I just passed my power check by one Bad point. Bad dates. I think I would say that there is a sweetness. There is a sweetness in the air. Like a ripe, uh, like a ripe sort of... Uh, it's hard to tell with the forest and it being summer. There's a sweetness. Mm. You wouldn't say that it was... Rancid, though you wouldn't say that it was animal. You would say that it was more kind of maybe floral. Oh, could I could I do a um, a natural world? For your sakes, map wise, I think the rat ran into the kitchen. Okay. Okay. Um, you didn't see it. Is it? I mean, if I if I was to ask you if I could do a natural world or biology check, yeah, might yeah. be able to yeah. be spe- more specific about that. Yeah, what yeah, do you sure. want? Either? Uh, whichever you would prefer. Which is natural, your strongest? Do, roll natural your strongest. world. Natural world. Uh, I don't know whether I can spend any more luck, to be honest. <laughs> no, I'm going to leave that. I was only two away, but my luck is so bad already. How low is your luck? My luck is now down to 20. Yeah, that's low. Yeah, yeah. yeah you did I think, you spend some luck on some stuff, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to spend any more luck just to find out what kind of flower. I don't think I it's worth smell. it. I don't think it's worth it. You've, you, you. Well, I, I think he would. I think. I think he would probably go. I don't recognise it. Why don't I recognise this? This is unusual. There's a sweetness to the air. Yeah. You think it might be some kind of flower? Hmm. Um, I'm going to give you this in the interests of timing. You check the whole of the bottom floor. And this is what you find. It is summer, so you do find a few lazy flies kicking around in the house. Uh, it's not that it's completely lifeless in that sense. Oh, and you do also find, downstairs, you do find a locked cabinet. Um, which I think you will basically d- decide you'll come back to just because you want to make sure that you are alone. And that there's nothing obvious like dead bodies lying on the floor, as, as has been discussed, especially with the arrival of a couple of flies here and there. 
and this uh, disquieting sense of, of the rat or the rats. Uh, but yes, there's a locked gun cabinet, it looks like, and um, there seems to be some uh, wear and tear in this on this first floor. There's very bright, intense sunlight, and you can see some of the walls have suffered damp and mould. Um, and you're sort of, you've clocked some of that, and you're kind of interested in coming back to have a look at that in more detail. But it is that sort of cursory thing of just double-checking. So there's sort of two areas of interest on the down on the downstairs floor. Um, that the, the, the wear and tear has caught your eye, but such is the intensity of the sunlight that is that thing that you glance at and you go, ooh, it's dis- a bit discoloured on that wallpaper and on the wood there. And you think, oh, well, but I'll come back to check that, because obviously you've still got the upstairs to go. Yeah, if, if that's all right with you, just, as I say, in the interest of creating that forward momentum, I'm not, not trying to de-escalate the threat. Feel threatened, by all means. Thanks. <laughs> um, it... It, while we're checking it, is there any indication? Have I noticed that that smell is stronger in any particular room or not? It's not coming from the kitchen, for example. Well, then you go upstairs. Okay. And as you're checking through upstairs, there's a nerve-wracking moment where you see a couple of things covered in sheets and the last, the twilight, transforms the sheets into faces and figures. But of course that's just your imaginations working on you. That isn't a, an eight-foot-tall monk with burning eyes. Why would it be? That's insane. Uh, and you check upstairs as well. And, and you find yourselves back in the kitchen, having searched the whole of the first and the second floor of the house, when all of you do a listening check. Failed. Oh, big success. Succeeded. Oh, that's a yeah. I got four on a twenty. So uh, twenty-six on a fifty. So Alagash okay. and Natasha hear something underneath them, and Alagash, you are absolutely certain it's more than one rat. Oh. Scrabbling away under into the root cellar. As you come into the kitchen. Racking. Racking. Well, I'm immediately... What? Am I sure it's a rat? Or am I... Sounds like rats. They sound like rats. And it sounds like it was directly underneath you in the cellar. And there's no intensity of the fruit smell up here that you can tell. Hey, like... Um, Either... You follow the rat, you either find a decent cheese cellar, or you find a body... So uh, I'm going to be looking for uh, any sort of trap door or a door down to the cellar. Um, I don't know this expression, root cellar. These are the the, the storm style doors from uh, Twister. Is, is my uh, frame yeah, yeah. of re- reference. Where or, sort of, uh, at that angle, Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz, yeah. So you, yeah, yeah. much stronger. Nice. <laughs> um, Wizard of Oz. Much better. <laughs> yeah. The frame of so, reference. My nineties. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that's personally, I'm with you on the twister. But yeah, it's called a root cellar. Yeah, I assume it's where you keep your root beer cool, right? Yeah, right. Okay. Not where the 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 roots roots of the the trees, potatoes and stuff. It's where you you keep your root vegetables. Potatoes. We'll look it up. Keep them in the dark. I like its ambiguity. (laughs) Where they belong. 
Well, I mean, we'll keep this in because maybe our listeners don't know, and it's yeah, yeah. Pilkington's terminology, not mine. While our expert is looking, well, at I'm it, I'm happy to. Uh, I mean, Alagash is striding way. towards it. A root cellar, American English, or earth cellar, British English, is a structure, usually underground or partially underground, used for the storage of vegetables, fruits, nuts, or other foods. Its name reflects uh. the traditional focus on root crops stored in an underground oh. cellar, which is still often true. Hmm. Okay. There we go. Root cellar. Keeps, keeps them better. Potatoes. Uh, Potato. So, <laughs> we've seen the rats come into the kitchen and then disappear down into a corner somewhere under the floorboards. You you heard one go through into the kit into the kitchen, then down. And now, Alagash has heard more than one, and you and Natasha definitely heard another rat or the same rat, perhaps, going further under the house. Mm. I think I think I'm it's, it's crucial with a success like that for Alagash, is there was a sense of going underneath the kitchen, away from the, the entrance yeah. to the root cellar. Um, I'm going to look, you know, outside, maybe. Great, so you go over to the back door leading on to the back porch. It's locked by a latch, but you can flip the latch, and then you you go through, and the root cellar is actually yeah. held shut by a bar, shoved between two handles, in you know, that way they do. I, I probably make some sort of comment and say... Well, I guess we've checked this house top to bottom, turned it over. He ain't here. Ain't no journal. I, I should have said that there were also a couple of cigarette butts um, that you found here on the ground floor. And of course, there was this wear and tear on the walls that you were sort of vaguely aware of in this bright sunlight blinding you. And there was the gun cabinet. Yeah. Where? Oh yeah, so the, well, the gun cabinet is... Here on the, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have rushed you past it. No, that's really. quite all right. Um, where the with the stuffed bear and the stuffed moose uh, on the southern side, uh, the dining sorry. table is all covered. On the southern side, there's a there's a there's a floor to ceiling cabinet, which is locked. Which so, uh, I'm not even going to need to make you do a roll. It might uh, be a gun cabinet, a hunting okay, hunting lodge gun cabinet. So I say, unless you want to try that cabinet again, uh, and I mean, I, I, I think it doesn't take a genius to realize that no one's going to be able to kill himself and lock himself inside a cabinet. There ain't, there ain't no, there ain't no professor in this house. There ain't no body in this house. Well, we would be remiss to leave if we do not check the cellar. Also, give us a spot hidden, all of you. Because now you've exhausted the surface area of things. Mm. Uh, failed. Ah, uh, failed. Uh, oh, pass. Strong pass. What? What did you roll? Hey. A thirty-nine on a sixty. So, <laughs> so, just as you're kind of having your final conversation of what to do next, uh, Natasha. If it's all right with you, Natasha, I'm going to say that you let out a, a whistle or, of some kind uh, or a kind of whoo expression to, to draw the attention of the others. Um, the door had been left open uh, and, you, and you closed the door and as you did so, the light changed and you saw against the door jam, uh, you saw some strange orange lines up at the sort of at head height and just above it 
and they seem to be moving. The sound draws the attention of the others. The whistle, as in. Yeah. And, and why drew did, you why in. Why spotted? I come to the doorway, but I stay in the doorway just so I can hear what they're saying. So we're at the doorway of the kitchen, yeah. looking out into the living room. Yeah. Basically straight down south to the to the front door entrance, which has yeah. now been closed. What, what is it? Roll you over. What have you spotted? I think there's somebody at the door. Well, you can see it. You can see it too. There are strange orange lines about head height just off to the left of the door and they are they appear to be wriggling slightly in the wall what i don't understand what i don't and, and you do not understand what no. you are seeing so they're in the in the wall not through the window they appear to be the in the okay. wooden wall and they are they well, light like... what is that? lines what of light they, they appear to be glowing slightly orange what is it what what is that 